The Deep Dive with Nick Baby. Welcome to the Deep Dive with Nick Babel. I'm your host, Nick Babel. I'm here today with longtime friend and fellow Star Trek fan, Kurt Parker. Kurt, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. So we're going to talk today about, obviously, with the introduction, we're going to talk about Star Trek. Um, We're both big fans. Kurt's probably the other biggest fan I know except for maybe my aunt Pearl's a pretty big fan too but um so what do you remember what got you into Star Trek what was the first thing that you saw yeah so I actually didn't like Star Trek uh way back in the day I remember my mother used to watch Next Generation and I thought it was really boring um it was, it might've even been some of the more boring episodes I remember. And they just happened to be on when I'd be like walking through the living room or whatever. So I didn't really like it. And then I remember, I think it was the same year that next generation ended. Cause I'm guessing back in the day they were doing what most shows like broadcast shows still do now, where they end in like May or June, like for the right. season. And, you know, like if the series ends and um it was like a saturday afternoon or something and i think it was on fox or something but just you know one of the local stations um it they were showing uh the the last you know the the two-parter for next generation and i sat down and watched it and it was really good and you know so this was like had to have been 1994 because that's when i did I'm assuming it was it was then because uh, I think it had like just premiered on whenever that whenever it showed back then, you know, and then like they replay it like Saturday afternoon or whatever. And yeah, so basically ever since then, and then I I went back through and I don't know if you remember, but back in the day, like they used to show Next Generation on like like in the afternoon, like on Fox or on it was actually. I'm pretty sure I'm correct on this. It was the first, one of the first syndicated shows in the U.S. Yeah, and 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 Deep Space Nine was too, but I'm talking like even after, so like they syndicated, they did this weird syndication thing when it was when it was new, like when the shows were new. Right. So depending on what what market you were in, I don't think it would be on like ABC or anything like that, but it might be on like Fox or. UPN back I think it was I think next generation was before UPN because that that was uh Voyager was like their launch show for that but but yeah like but then yeah like they they syndicated it like you know like Seinfeld got syndicated and I remember um I used to watch it like when I come home from school it was on at like 4 p.m or something when I was like in middle school um so like every weekday you got another episode of next generation it was it was really cool um yeah and i i still remember like uh in 1996 when first contact came out like being super pumped to go see that and like uh i remember i specifically ordered the vhs of it through columbia house or whatever we were subscribed (laughs) to at the time and the 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 day that it arrived was actually uh a, a tuesday or a wednesday and it was during the summer 
And I remember being really excited. I actually rode my bike down to my mom's house from my dad's house so that I could pop it in and, and play it. Cause you know, I hadn't, you know, this is back when you had to wait for something to come out on, you know, on tape. So I hadn't seen the movie in like six or seven months and right. it was awesome. So I, I like, as soon as I heard that it, it showed up in the mail, I like rode my bike down to my mom's house so I could watch it again. So I don't know. It's, you know, it's funny. We kind of had similar experience because I used to watch it with my mom, but I didn't find it boring. That That's the only difference. I, I think I was on to the next generation pretty quick. I, you know, I'd heard of the original series um, and it, you know, it looked kind of silly to me, but the thing that I really connected with on the next generation was it had a positivity to it and it made you think of like, you know, what the future could be. Um, And that's, that's what I really liked about it. I mean, I I didn't get into like the, the nerdiness of it back then, which I think the original series kind of had more of, you know, people dressing as uh, Spock and, you know, uh, you know, the cult of it. I was just more into like, you know, the episodes. And like you said, I probably ended up watching that show. I know I would watch a lot of them new, but I'm sure at a certain point I was watching them like when I got home from school or whatever, because that's how that show was. It was on at different times and, you know, so and I remember seeing, I actually remember seeing Generations in the theater. Um, and I liked that movie. And it, it, it still holds up. It's, it's not as good as some of the other ones. It, it's, uh, I remember Picard crying was kind of a put off, you know, originally. But yeah. when, you, when you grow up and realize, you know, he would cry, you know. It makes sense. Yeah. And I, I even remember thinking generations like it's it's a it's fine. I, I like I don't I don't love it, but it's it's fine. It it drags a little bit in the middle, I think, like when he ends up going into the Nexus and everything. That part of the movie is right. really slow, I think. That movie could have used Q. You know, you could have yeah. got rid of uh the bad guy. And you could have had Q, you know, kind of do his whole thing with that. But, I don't know, for some reason they didn't want to do that. But First Contact, it's funny that you were so into that one. That's my favorite. That's my favorite of all the movies. Yeah, it's it's my favorite, probably followed by Star Trek VI. Right. I think that I think that is... That's an awesome movie, but yeah, I think is that context, Undiscovered Country. Or? Yeah, yeah, that's Undiscovered Country, yeah. and uh, I don't know why I like that movie so much, but and maybe it's because that one's a little grittier too. But I really like First Contact because it's kind of gritty, and you know maybe I guess Undiscovered Country is too. I mean, it, the, the movie starts with like you know sort of a grisly assassination scene, you know, like in zero G and everything. Yeah. A little goofy with the pink. Klingon blood floating around, but you know, like it's 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 pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. So let's see. 
So, you know, I thought it would be interesting, you know, at least to us, but hopefully to the listeners to kind of go through our lists of, uh, you know, what we personally think are the best series. Now, at this point, there's seven or uh, uh, eight. Eight. Which one am I missing? Wait. Um, lower decks. Oh, yeah. You know what? I didn't include that. I haven't watched it enough. Oh, it's okay. a, a few episodes. So that's not in my rankings. I think I would probably leave it out of the rankings anyway, because it's 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 different. You know, like it's right. not it's not it's a comedy. You know, it's it's not trying to be like and, and it's, yeah. it's done really well. I think I really like it, but it's just I don't know if it's fair really to compare it. Right. And it's, it's animated. And I mean, you know, yeah, actually. So technically there's nine shows because there was an original series animated show too. And there was was a next generation animated too. Was there? Yeah, there was. Oh, I never saw that. I don't know. I, it might've went one season. I don't think it was like a big thing, but yeah, there definitely was. But yeah, um, the, the original series one that was that was kind of bad. Like I have it on Blu-ray and it's <laughs> fun to watch sometimes, but it's like you know, it could have been like a Hanna Barbera cartoon or something. It's just it's very, very 1970s. Right. So what do you think is the better way to do this? Go from top to bottom or bottom to top? Um maybe bottom to top, and that way you can kind of we can kind of be, you know, save save the best for last, kind of. Kind That's of. fair. So why don't, why don't you start out? What's uh, what's the bottom one on your list? Um, I'm gonna be real controversial here. I'm gonna say original series is my least favorite. Not very controversial. That's bottom on my list as well. <laughs> and and so my reasoning behind that though is that, uh, and and a lot of people. I think agree with this, but they still disagree overall with it being their least favorite or whatever, but it was originally a cheesy, silly show. And it was kind of made, it was made that way, you know, right. so when you're watching it and it's just kind of silly and dumb. It wasn't because they messed up and like, didn't know what they were doing and accidentally made something stupid. They were making a silly, cheesy sci-fi show in the sixties with yeah. a really low budget by the way like they had a nothing for a budget um, yeah um, nobody even wanted to pick them up they had to uh lucille ball her desi lucille. i was just gonna say that yeah lucille like, ball, she put money behind it she put yeah her, like her, na- her name behind it. it nobody nobody even wanted that show and you know it, it kicked off something really cool it kicked off you know everything else that that i really enjoy but it was it was a dumb silly show and it's not to say I don't like it. I do. I just, if I, if I look at all of them and just, if I sit down and I'm watching them and I, and I think to myself, am I really enjoying this or, or, you know, how does this make me feel? And I kind of feel the least with that one. Right. I, you know, you pretty much said what I was, what I got down for that one. You know, it's blasphemous. If you're a trekker to, to have that one, the lowest, you know, but again, I'm not so much into the cult of Trek. I, I, you know, I go deep, but I'm not, you know, I'm not into role playing or conventions and stuff. And yeah. I think a lot of those people, 
you know, and it's partly a time thing because that's when they what they grew up on. But you know, Kirk is Kirk, Spock is Spock. the The template is there for everything. You know, it did. Yeah, it sets a good template. But if you're talking overall enjoyment, it it went three seasons, so yeah. it's pretty low on that list, and it's a cheesy, like you said, '60s television show. Like it, it just doesn't. You know, you don't watch it and go, maybe one or two episodes are considered, like, top-notch, but the, the rest are, are not. And, you know, I don't dislike it, but it's not one I'm going to rewatch a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll do my second bottom one. And... Uh, and this is just a right now because two of these shows are live are still going, uh, you know. Yeah. Right now it's Picard, and the reason it's tough because I'm a Picard stan. You know, like he's my favorite captain. Um, Patrick Stewart's amazing. Um, this show could be something, and I think season two is gonna. It's already looking like it's going to do some different things, you know, a lot more guest roles and stuff. But there's red flags. And and to be fair to too, if you go through any of these tracks, the first seasons are usually shit. I I uh very recently um so for some reason they never they never seem to show like the first few episodes of next generation when they were syndicating it right i very recently like i think within the last year maybe year and a half saw encounter at farpoint and it was bad it's not it, no it's not very good it, it's not the same show that it later was right and 75 percent of the cast is i mean maybe more has said after they shot it they thought they were going to be canceled like yeah you know yeah. It, it was a different show and maybe that's what's with Picard, you know, season two will tell here, but I just feel like, and I don't know if you notice this, and this is something I heard. They were writing a lot of it along the way. I haven't heard that. No, they might've had an outline of what they wanted to do from the beginning to the end with the whole data thing and Picard's consciousness and everything. But they were writing the episodes like the week they were, you know, they were writing them as they were filming them, which that's, in my book, that's a red flag. Yeah. And it shows actually, it shows in the writing, too. Yeah, and I hadn't heard that, but it, it reminds me of, like, other shows where I've heard that happening where overall you get a pretty good show, you get a decent show, but you can tell, like, you can tell like if they don't have any idea what they're doing kind of as, as they're going. It's just not, it's focused. It's not, yeah. you know, it's like, it feels like you got a couple hands in the cookie jar going, Oh, this sounds like a good idea. Ooh, people really liked that about last week's episode. Ooh, you know, or whatever, however they were doing it. Like it yeah. just, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like a vision, which, you know, some of those other tracks when they really took off, 
they had a, a Rick Berman or a Iris Stephen Bear yeah. really controlling the vision. And I think Picard needs that. Well, that's the thing. Like, they, they have that, uh, what's his name, Michael Chabon or whatever. He's, like, the showrunner yes. now. But, yeah, like, I, I get the feeling that, yeah, yeah, he's just he's just not as strong at it. You right. know, like like it just it it doesn't have the same feel. Um and it's funny you picked Picard for your next one because that's what I had too. <laughs> and, and the reason the reason why was that I I was um overall I enjoyed it. It was fine, but I was I was disappointed overall too. Like right there was certain there were certain things that i was hoping to see and that that just kind of never like you know i i didn't i didn't want it to just be this big cameo fest because right. it, you know it kind of has to be its own show but at the same time it almost feels like they went out of their way to not please the fans almost right <laughs> like it just seemed like like a lot of it was like not um i don't know like they just they just ignored everything before and i think from what i've heard patrick stewart has a lot of say in in everything and he said he didn't find it interesting to just do the next generation 10 years later 20 years later or whatever he just didn't want to do like a straight up sequel yeah which is fine he wanted to do a very character driven, you know, show and I get it, but you gotta have, you gotta have the strong writing behind it. And I don't know if they found that yet. Yeah. And, and, and what, like, I understand his reasoning. Cause I, I think I heard him say the same thing and, and I understand the reasoning, but at the same time, it's like, you know, all of the characters we know, are are his family essentially you know he worked with them for for 15 years or more like in in the show i mean like in right. in the universe you know is what i'm saying so like all of these people that he literally like saved the universe with um he's got this this uh, another mission to save the universe and Riker and Troy are there and making pizza and and seven of nine, seven of nine tags along really like that's it right like where the hell is everybody else what are they doing you know that's why like I had this this uh awesome like fan theory like that at the end it wasn't going to just be Riker who showed up with a bunch of clone ships it was going to be uh you know like Jordy or Worf or someone with the Enterprise you know right. like with the, with the Enterprise E and show up and you know and then like, yeah fuck yeah you know and 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 it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be this cheap thing and it wouldn't be focusing only on that but it'd be like hey this guy's like his colleagues his family his friends like these people that he worked with and used to save the universe with hey they showed up again you know like right. they're they're i understand they're doing their own things but it's like you don't you don't know he's like out here doing this stuff like I don't know. Sure. I, yeah, I just I, I was just really disappointed. And I'm not saying they had to go with my little fan theory. I'm just like right. it just it just felt like they went out of their way to to not give us what we wanted almost. Well, I've heard so far for season two, 
Guinan's going to be in it at some point. Yeah. And Q yep. is going to be in it, which is good. Uh, I just saw Jordy is confirmed not in it. Okay, that makes sense. I, I mean, LeVar Burton's real, really hot right now. and he, Yeah, he, yeah, with the Jeopardy thing. Yeah. He's going to be hopefully taking over Jeopardy. Um, and Michael Dorn is kind of a wild card. He's, yeah, uh, he's been still out there. He's been trying to get the studio to do a wharf show for five, six, seven, eight years. I think it's been even of. longer than that. Like he was, yeah. he was like the next, like the theory after I think Enterprise. Like was right. well that or um, actually no, I think the yeah I think it was after Enterprise because it was before Enterprise was revealed. I think that they were saying. They were talking about a, a Starfleet Academy show or something, and then they did Enterprise. And he, but I think he said that. he's gone as far as as uh, having people confirmed attached to it and having something written, from what I've heard. And I think I think they may have even shot like a. I I think year a few years ago he even shot a pilot, like that's how how deep he was into it. So who knows if he's got some, uh, you know, he might say, fuck this show. I'm, you know. Yeah. But I just, I did see that they, he's like a main character in some new Star Trek game or something. And he was kind of. Yeah, that was, that was the thing that like fueled a bunch of speculation because he left kind of a cryptic tweet or something. And then it turned out it was just for this game. Yeah. All right. So. Wait, I'll I'll go with the next one. Yeah, I was gonna say, I just want to see if it's, it's your turn to do the next one. <laughs> um, next one is uh, Discovery, for me. Um, we are fucking right on, and I swear <laughs> to God, we did not go over this. We purposely did not talk this out because we didn't, you know, <laughs> want to. And, and I and 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 I'm not gonna go into it yet, but I don't know what your next two are, but the next two for me are really hard to to like put in. A, yeah. Uh, actually, the next. So the next two, I, I know. I know which two will be the next two, but I just I have a really hard time with the order. And then the two after that, kind of the same thing. Yeah, I would. I I agree. After discovery, it gets harder to like yeah. order, and I I had to really think about it. So and and I'll say so for discovery. I still actually I think I haven't watched the last episode yet of what is it season three. Um, I know what happens though, generally, because I, I don't care about spoilers usually. So I, 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 I see stuff, you know, so it's whatever, right. but yeah. Um, solid show. Um, I, I like the, you know, the effects are great. It looks like, I don't know what their budget is, but it looks, it looks good. It looks right. like a Hollywood movie, like the effects and everything else. It's, it's done really, really well. And I thought Picard was done Really yeah, yeah, Picard too. looked great. Yeah, uh, aside from you know some of my my other issues with the show, it's 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 very very well made, very well right. produced. Yeah, um, yeah, I think Discovery's getting stronger. Um, the the only concern I have going forward with Discovery is I don't know if you've seen the trailers for season four, but those. I those uniforms <laughs> and what are they doing? Like, they look like, uh, they look like futuristic McDonald's uniforms or something. 
Well, you know, it's. it's I think I've even seen me. I, I think I've seen memes about it, like where they're all standing there and like it's like, hey, welcome to McDonald's. You know. Like, <laughs> well, it's it's way into the future, so. You I know. know, but they, they kind of, they're they're going a little weird with those uniforms. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think they just look kind of silly. <laughs> so because I, I don't think they were the future the the other future uniforms. I think they're like there's something different, aren't they? Yeah, well the way it went in season three, the um Starfleet is you know it's not much left. Uh but they do have their own uniforms. So I having not seen the trailers, I don't know if you know what they're doing but it's probably the it's probably just what they decided was going to be the new look for like future star starfleet yeah you know they might who knows that they can always audible that stuff they they've done that in the past now with this the reason i have discovery here is you know the show is is one good or great season for moving up on my list. It, it needs, it's it's only three seasons in. It only has one great season. The, uh, season three was great in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. Season two was good, s- solid to good. And season one was bad. And that's how, again, that's how Star Trek seems to go. Uh Season one was very spotty, hit and miss. There was a couple of good episodes. They had no real captain, which is always a problem in a Star Trek it was, series. It was very disjointed. Yeah, like it, it just and felt it was, like it was a mess. Like you said, the show's pretty and it's done well. The first season's real dark. Everything's dark. Yeah. It's that dark movie theater feel where you can't see what the fuck's going on. Like, like an alien, like the alien movies. Like yeah, very dark and those, yeah, that's not Star Trek. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, you know, I'm not a purist by any means, but that's like, that's that's a different series. And I know they wanted, you know, the Klingons were going to be the big, evil, scary things, and they had to fuck with the look of the Klingons again. Yeah, wasn't a fan, wasn't a fan of that either. Uh, you know... At some point, you got to go. You get why they updated the Klingons from the '60s to the exactly, and and that was the thing. Like other people, are, well, they changed the look of them before. Well, that was because they had to just make them look like dirty people in the original series because they didn't have a budget. Right, that's why exactly. they did that. But yeah. now we have a whole Klingon mythos before this show, so now they're steroid Klingon. You know, and there's albino Klingons. I mean, it was just, it was kind of like somebody didn't know how to use the money, I guess. On the, they just wanted to make it look as, you know, shiny and new as possible. But, you know, the writing was a little rough. But the one good thing that the show's done starting in the first season is character development. Now, As we go up the list, there's other Star Trek series that have failed on this, and that it hurts the show. Um, but that's a really good thing Discovery's done. Now, it is a serialized <clears throat> show, like all, all shows are now, pretty much. And it's uh, 
easier to do that in a serialized show. But as we've seen, you know, when we get up to like Deep Space Nine, you can still you can still character build without oh yeah you know serialization and um so you know season two got better it had more of a captain it had more of a direction it had a couple captains and um then season three was amazing so i think that show has a lot of potential yeah yep so the next one on my list is enterprise so you know this show needed two more seasons it only went five seasons got ripped off and it was it was some of the best episodes it was having the last its last season yeah yeah they um they really had that um the they they like changed showrunners uh like right near the end and uh it it worked but it was too little too late you know right and scott i just just looked this up because i just wanted to make sure it was four seasons oh it was a four season i thought it was yeah you you said five and i was thinking four but i i just wanted to make sure but yeah So, so it was like i think it was during the like before the fourth season they brought in whoever they brought i can't remember who they brought in to do it but uh, yeah, they uh, was it, it was like Manny Cotto and somebody else they brought in um, to fix it, and they did. Right. But they already had three. I wouldn't even call them three bad seasons, but they had three seasons where nobody was watching. Right. And yeah, so I thought it was five, but four makes sense. It needed the two or three more seasons. It really did. Yeah. You know, Scapacula is my second favorite captain. Oh, as Archer, uh, I thought that show. Speaking of character building, I thought that show did a pretty good job doing that. For the most part, you know, it does get a little shit for a couple characters that it didn't go into, and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes with certain actors and stuff. Yeah, but for the most part, I thought it character built well. The show, the show still looks good. It, it looks more sharp than Voyager. It looks, yeah, and it actually it it was made in that weird time um, when they started to make TV shows, uh, like they started to do their all of their post production in high definition, um, but it was before uh, you could watch it in high definition. Right. So I, I even remember back when it was on. You know, you'd, you'd be watching it on a CRT TV and you'd have the bars at the top and the bottom because it was, it was you know, they did it in, in 16 by 9, right. like all TV shows are now. Um, the only problem with that was they, they did their post-production in high def technically, but they knew that nobody was going to be watching it in high def. They didn't, I don't think anybody saw what was going to come along a few years later. So... If you look at a lot of the effects, uh, it's like they took the same effects that they would have had on Deep Space Nine or Voyager or whatever um, and just sort of upscaled them. They they didn't actually do like the effects, you know, they're there. It's a high definition cut. The whole show is in high def, but the effects kind of aren't 
but so, so like, you know, the ship models are a little kind of a little soft looking and, you know, a lot of the effects are just a little soft. They're not, they don't have that nice, you know, right. what you call it grain or grit to them, you know? Um, but yeah, overall it, it uh, the show still looks good. All the practical stuff, the sets and everything still look really nice. Um, and by the way, uh, enterprise was next on my list too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I was actually, when we were talking about discovery, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, geez, I don't know whether to do Voyager or, or enterprise next. Um, but I, I settled on, as we were talking about discovery, I, I kind of settled on enterprise because, um, partially because it, it didn't get a full run. I think it would have done well with a full run. Um, the other thing about enterprise for me was that it came on, uh, it debuted in actually in, in 2001 because it actually was delayed by the 9-11 attacks. Right. Um, but it, it was going to premiere in like late September and it didn't end up premiering until I think October or November or something. So it was in season, I think it was on its second season when I joined the army. So I actually didn't watch the rest of the series until four or five years ago. Right. Like I, I, I knew how the series ended. I was like keeping up with it online the whole time. Like uh, there was a website, trekweb.com that I used to read. Um, and they'd give like a, a, a synopsis of each episode each week and they'd have a discussion thread about it and everything. But yeah, so I, I didn't even get to keep up with it until fairly recently and ended up really liking what I saw. Though. And I still think I haven't watched all of it, but I've watched, you know, I watched the ending and I watched like every you know, whatever you want to call it, important episode or whatever. Right. I watched the stuff with, uh, with Brent Spiner and I watched the, uh, uh, the Borg episode and, you know, things like that, which actually the Borg episode is really cool just because it, it had the tie into first contact, you know, and like the Borg bodies they found were the ones that were in the sphere that they shoot down at the beginning, you know, like, so yeah. that was really cool, you know. Um, I would suggest definitely watching it all because that's one of the shows that, um, you know, it, it touches on serialization, like each season has a storyline kind of, yeah. um, but there's still some standalone episodes and, um, this show has some good standalone episodes, like memorable ones, you know, there's, uh, there's an episode where the doctor's on the ship by himself, um, Oh yeah, yeah, the one. Uh, is that was that the one where everybody has to be in hibernation or something? Yeah, am I thinking of the right? I'm, I'm not even sure I'm thinking of the right series, but there was some. And then there was the other one though too, where uh, with the doctor, uh, it's called Dear Doctor or whatever, where he's like corresponding about like some disease he's trying to treat or right. something. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, he's a good. He's actually a good character. You know, Enterprise did some stuff better than Voyager. And I really, this was my hardest one was, was the two, but you know, like you said, it didn't get enough of a chance and it, it was a little, there was some flat spots in it. I, you know, sometimes I can give or take the Vulcan stuff, 
No, that's more yeah. of a personal thing. No, I agree. The Vulcan stuff always kind of bored me a, a lot. Like, the and that's what a lot of the everything. It's like, yeah, I don't really care, you know. Like, yeah, it's actually, real... and I, don't, I don't know if you feel this way, but like on Next Generation, a lot of those Klingon episodes in Next Generation, almost unwatchable for me. I couldn't do it. It depends. Um, no, you know what? To be honest with you, it's funny. Sometimes I felt like that again when it was like when Spock guest starred or his dad was on it, like, I don't know. Yeah. Actually the Romulan, the, like the reunification episodes. Yeah. Kind of boring. <laughs> Wasn't a fan. I like the Klingon stuff. I mean, I'm not like all in on the Klingon stuff. And once you realize that Worf is a character caricature of what a perfect Klingon is supposed to be, like he lives by the ideals of, what he was told the Klingons were. And then you realize that the Klingons are shitheads and they're, yeah, yeah, you know, not very few of them actually live by the code that they're supposed to. It's kind of, it just makes it. He's he's like the one that's not living in their society, but he's like the best Klingon there is. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and Star Trek's always done that good, you know, like data wants to be a human and he, he tries to emulate like all the good things about being a human, but I just always I just thought that you know some of those Klingon episodes, some of them are really good. I mean, some of them are probably bad, especially in the early seasons. But you know, like when Worf kills uh, um, Duras, um, the episode where um, he he pretty much makes. Gowron the Chancellor. And then, of course, you know, with Deep Space Nine, but that's a whole other conversation. But um, let's see if I had any more notes about Enterprise. Um, The Mirror Universe episode. Awesome. Probably one of the best in the series. The whole. I actually, uh, in one of the Star Trek Facebook groups I'm in, they had a they were asking about who did the mirror universe best hands down enterprise yeah and they even searched the title thing they, they had song. they had the the end of of first contact they they reshot yes. i mean they didn't reshoot it but they 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 shot around it so they didn't have to like have james you paid james cromwell again but yeah like like they you know have him shooting the vulcan and you know like awesome it was just great they and did then, yeah the good. change title sequence it was it was really good. It was yeah, really well it, done. And I think Discovery has really tried to tap into that and they've done some good stuff with it. But um yeah, that was it was so good. So you wanna touch off on Voyager since I think that's next on both our lists? Yeah. Um Voyager was I I think I think with you especially, I think it was very controversial back originally because i think you used to hate voyager didn't you i got at least Voy- you know how you said Janeway? you got enterprise four or five years ago i probably watched voyager four or five years ago from the first time myself yeah and for me like i i always had like voyager is very nostalgic for me because i i, I remember watching it when it was live or you know when it was on okay. um and it was on Wednesday nights. And I always used to, um, I actually had my mother start picking me up from my dad's house 
uh, an hour early so we could make it back to watch Voyager. Right. So this is before DVRs or any of that stuff, you know. So, but yeah, it was Wednesday nights, you know, we'd get to my mom's house, we'd pop on Voyager. Uh, the, the, the theme music still like, it, it takes me back to being like 13, you know, like yeah. it's, it's very, very nostalgic. Um, and that's, I mean, that's part of why I like it. But then when I, when I just watch an episode, any episode, I really, mostly any, you know, it's got its silly, dumb episodes, like right. any of the other series do, but it just, it, it just feels like Star Trek. It's good Star Trek. You know, it's, um, it's got that, I, I consider like, for me, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine and Voyager are like prime Star Trek, like at least that we grew up with, because right. the style, the production, the style of all of those shows is identical. Right. Like, e even when they had like different showrunners and stuff, somebody behind the scenes was there making sure that all three of those shows felt exactly the same. Like it, and it, not, I'm not even saying like in like tone or whatever, even I'm just saying like the, the, the starship noise, the, the continuity of the uniforms, right? Like, like you see how the uniforms sort of subtly, uh, uh, you know, evolve through those three series and it's all tied in and you're watching three series that are happening more or less at the same, you know, within a few years of each other and, right. and even with Voyager and Deep Space Nine concurrently for a lot of it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It was just Voyager to me is just it's just solid Star Trek. It's just it's just good. It's not it's not amazing, but it's just good and, and solid, you know. Well, you know, where where I think Voyager ranks so high is, in my opinion, it's the best concept of a Star Trek show. It's it's literally, you know, what you think about. It's you don't get more exploring than than Voyager because and yes, people argue they could have done better with that. They could have leaned into that a little harder, but you know, they do, but, you know, I would agree that they could have leaned into it a little harder, but still the concept is so solid, a ship marooned far away, you know, and it has to get back to earth and there's no Starfleet to back it up. Right. And it's, you know, you got a whole new universe to explore. Now, Janeway, if you rewatch it, Janeway starts off pretty slow. She's give or take for a while. Yeah. She blossoms into a good captain, I believe. You know, when yeah. they decided, when they got over the thing where they were trying to hook her up with Chakotay and, and uh, you know, have her fall in love with the uh, holodeck image or whatever guy. Yeah, yeah. When they decided that, you know, she didn't have to do that type of stuff. And she was more of a captain. They had to make hard decisions. I mean, she made some of the hardest decisions of, of any of the captains too. And some of them, you know, people like to uh, 
judge the captains based on the, that stuff. Well, there's the the Tuvix episode, you know, the the classic <laughs> the classic Tuvix episode, which, you know, I don't know if they tried to make Tuvix hateable, but he was kind of hateable. But it, it was a very good like ethical dilemma episode, oh, yeah. you know, amazingly good ethical dilemma episode. Yeah, and uh, did she make the right decision on that? I think for the circumstances she did. I think so. Yeah. You kill because, one person to save two. Because those people, each character. And they already have, existed too. Yeah. You know, they didn't have the choice, you know? So yeah, stuff like that, you know? And I think Voyager too, Voyager has some of the best like episodes now yes other series do what's too. what's your favorite voyager episode uh now you know the year from hell one yes. is right, it's right yes. up there it's got to be right up there i like the herogen stuff it was all right species like year 472 that stuff's good you know where they they're in the holodeck they're fighting as nazis yeah yeah um, you know, so yeah, but you the year from hell zero. episodes are really good, amazing, and that that could have they could have even been gone longer with that. They should have yeah. gone longer with that. Yeah, uh, that was that was really good, and and when you watch it now, though, like the it had really good effects and everything, like the the ship damage effects and stuff. Kind of doesn't look great now, you know, on like a high def TV, but it was good for when it was made, you know. Yeah, you know, it's the show's definitely not as pretty as as uh, some of the modern tracks, but I guess they all aren't. But Voyager, Voyager sometimes hit the camp stuff a little bit too, which it did more. I think it did the campy stuff more than. Uh, you know more than any other series other than the original yeah there was what uh flutter the 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 water yeah. character there yeah. there was flutter there you know there was um uh the old like 1940s thing they did the uh, captain proton Chaotic. yeah captain proton and chaotica and all that stuff yeah. yeah and you know it was it's it's a show it's actually probably my next uh rewatch again cuz um I feel like I maybe even missed a few episodes, you know, watching it. So I'm going to give that another go. Um, but I think overall, Voyager, Voyager's probably, would you agree it's almost the most controversial of the tracks? Just like you can get different opinions from people. I mean, for some weird reason, and I guess not a weird reason, but us being friends but our list is pretty <laughs> pretty spot on but i think a lot of people would have voyager low yeah yeah i think we probably have it a little higher than a lot of people would have it um although when you look at the hate that the newer like you know like the picard and discovery get maybe not maybe boy maybe in hindsight now and with all those things uh with all those shows going now, maybe maybe our list isn't so much different from what a lot of other people would think. Right. You know, the one thing I think it 
it does a little poorly is um it it didn't really it messed up on some of the character builds and you know very famously the guy that played Chakotay you know he didn't like how the show turned out um you know uh what's her name the the alien that starts with the crew that comes with flocks. Oh, um, uh, Kess. Kess. You know, I guess the actress had some issues and maybe that's what the change was. I don't know, but they could have done better with, with her whole thing. Everything was really abrupt with that. Um, and, you know, they did good. The show kind of retooled itself when seven of nine came on. Yep, and it was that's that's why they did it too, because they were not not doing great in the ratings. So they brought her on with her with her big tits and everything. But <laughs> that was I mean, that was that was what that's why they did it. And and uh it worked. And yeah. you know, and she was a good character too. Like, I mean, it wasn't just Definitely. what she looked like. In fact, if anything, I, I think she looks better now than she did back yeah. then. Yeah. You know, we kind of forgot to mention her with really. Picard. The Picard series, she, she's really good in that too. Yeah, yep, yeah, she's uh, a, a very solid character on that. And maybe it's just because we know her character, but right. I, I like that that she's basically normal now. You know, like she's not, yeah, she's not a robot anymore. You know, like, and and yeah. it makes sense because you know people people change anyway. But you know, you would think, okay, well, she's 20, 25 years out from being right. grown so she's and she's been living normal living with yeah. nor you know humans yeah. and and stuff yeah so i think that's where that's where enterprise almost passed it for me was the character stuff um but it's still overall it's just a good show like you said it's good track you know it it mixes positive and, and negative well. And maybe that's where Enterprise is a little different. I mean, other than, you know, Enterprise has some desperate episodes too, but Enterprise is a very positive, you know, everything's new, everything's, you know, the universe is so cool kind of thing, you know, and then they meet the Zindi and that kind of gets a little negative with that stuff yeah, but yeah i think uh i think voyager balances well yeah yeah and 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 part of i think another thing that that makes it good is that it it's it's sort of the normal you know it's it's very much star trek like next generation was but then they have to struggle to keep their sort of their their professionalism their bearing whatever you want to call it when there's nobody there to keep them in check yeah you know, they're, they're out by themselves and they're still they're still starfleet you know right and they touch on it and um yeah i mean discovery is kind of getting back to that a little bit too which i like you know because they, they've been in no man's land now you know so now we're down to the final two. Mm-hmm. What do you got as your second? So this one, 
is probably the hardest for me. Um, but I think I have to give number two to Deep Space Nine. Our list is exactly the same. <laughs> um, so my my reasoning behind it is that I I, I even think I. I enjoyed Deep Space Nine more, but when you when you look at like we were just talking about, you know, Voyager Next Generation and Deep Space Nine as being just that really solid like '90s Trek, you know. Right. I think Deep Space Nine is is different enough that. I have to give Next Generation the higher ranking just because Deep Space Nine, I think, couldn't have been what it was without the Next Generation. Right. Like, I just feel like it 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 owes something to that. And and maybe I'm overthinking it, but like, like I said, I I think if I were to be honest, I think I like Deep Space Nine better. But if I were to say what's a better Star Trek show, it's it's Next Generation. I, I just think it is. Um, yeah, I, I'm in agreement. I, and it, pretty much the same thing. I mean, Deep Space Nine, you know, four through seven are some of the best Trek there is. I mean, just the Dominion War and, yeah, you know, Worf coming to the show. Um, but I think the better... You know, the next generation, the best episodes are the best episodes of Star Trek. Yeah. I mean, yeah, other shows have a gem or a couple gems, but each season, season one, two, whatever, you know, you can litigate. There's probably even a couple gems in those, you know, seasons two, but just some of the just most memorable episodes, you know, Yesterday's Enterprise uh, with Tasha Yar's return. I mean, that's kind of a later episode. Uh, the one, the one where the ship keeps getting blown up each yeah, time. Yeah, that was really good. Yep, yeah. Uh, that one's amazing. <clears throat> um, I mean, I know a lot of these for me, and maybe that just shows what I like. But the one or like time or related or you the, the one the one where the time there there's all little time bubbles and they they're on the shuttle and they get back to the enterprise and it looks like the rhyming ones are attacking them remember that one yes yep. yeah that's, like that that's, that's really interesting good. one the one where wharf keeps uh everything keeps changing yeah like he comes back from that tournament and yes yeah and then he's married to De- deanna and they have kids you know, just it has some of the best episodes. And yeah, I mean, part of it could be that it's more, um, you know, I liked it first. But like you said, I think you don't really get Deep Space Nine without the next generation. And something that's important to me is, in track, is the captain. And Picard's the best captain. I mean, people say Cisco. Cisco wasn't even a captain until like the second third, third season. Third yeah. season. I Something mean, like that, yeah. and Cisco's n- not the best captain. You can like the character, 
And I think it was really smart of them to add the Defiant um, to the show. It really kind of changed the dynamic. But as a captain, he's not, he's not even the second best captain, in my opinion. I mean, what are your, I know you're a big Cisco fan, and I think in the past you've said that he was your favorite captain. I, I think I think I would have I, I think I would probably put Picard as number one. Um, this this is something I haven't really given a lot of thought to. Um, I, I would definitely put Picard as number one. Right. I would say that. Um, yeah, Cisco, good good character. You know, he goes through his journey, and you know the whole being a, you know, becoming a god, basically, or, you know, a messiah figure. You know, it was interesting. It was different, you know, and it it was kind of Star Trek's answer about people that really get into the captains. They're like, oh, you know, fans revere them as, you know, gods. So we'll make Cisco a god. It was smart. It was, it was funny. Not funny like that, but you know, it was it was cute to, to do it like that. Yeah. And uh, I, I liked I liked how how they he he was sort of a more of a human, a very human flawed character too. Like true. Like I, I gotta say, there there was uh like so next generation, that entire show is competence porn. Like it's everybody is so good at their jobs and so professional and everything else right. on deep space nine they they played a little more fast and loose with things and you know there's the the one episode where they they try to fake that that uh hollow video and then the romulan reveals it as a fake so that's so the garrett, best episode by the way so, so garrett yeah so garrett blows up his shuttle when he leaves and then cisco's like no, oh, fuck it. You know, like, like he's mad, but then he's at the very end. He's he's like, all right, well, that's what we had to do. He's like, that's what we had to do, and it was something like, you know, and all all it cost was was what do you say? Like all it cost, we we got the the Romulan center the war, and all it cost was one our, Romulan senator and our dignity or some something yeah, like that. But our you know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he erases it. He erases the the log you know, at the end. The yep. Yep. Recording. Um, so we're running a little bit long. So let's get into. Um, so it's funny that our lists were exactly the same. We definitely didn't plan that, but I think we talked to we talked it through why they we liked each up uh, series like that, but. Let's take a, a deep dive, a short deep dive into what is the future of Trek and uh, what are some ideas that we have? Um, I'll start out. I, uh, I think the, one of the major tenets of Star Trek is to boldly go where no one has gone before. You know, it's right in the opening title from the original series. So I think first and foremost, we need to move the timeline forward. Picard as a series has a chance to do that. And I'm excited to see what they decide to do. Discovery has jumped the timeline to the way future, which 
was a total turn that I didn't see coming. And I really like that. And I hope they keep, I hope they don't send them back somehow. Or... I, I don't think they're going to because uh, in the whole, I, I think they're trying to keep it as canon as possible. And the only way to do that is for discovery to have disappeared and, and, right. and like erased from all the logs and everything. And it makes sense. I don't think they're going back. And it makes sense in that computer thing. Um, uh, I forget what it was called. Control. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just read. I read the book about it, which they must have got from from this book because this book was like 2013, 14, and um, you know the book wasn't exactly how Discovery did it, but it kind of showed how Control started and stuff. So it was a good idea, good good way that they, they did that. But I think you know they need to they need to keep going with Picard. And if they if they start anything else, we can't have any more Kirk rehashes. You know, the well, movies we're we're kind of going to, but it looks like it's gonna be good. Right. Well I'll I'll give it that. Right. I mean the Lorca show you're talking about. The uh, Pike Show. Pike Show. That's what I meant. Yeah, Lorca was a good captain too. But, um, yeah, but that guy was such a good actor. It's going to be cool to he's, see what they do he's with it. Really going to carry the show, I think. But I think they got to, you know, the movies want to. Even Tarantino is looking into. Yeah, doing he a wanted movie. to do. He wanted to do a Kirk movie too, didn't he? He's doing it. I think that's what he's planning, which. I don't know. I I'll watch anything Quentin Tarantino makes. So I'm in. But other than that, I think they But is it to... is it gonna is it gonna be a good movie? Maybe. Is it gonna be a good Star Trek movie? Probably not. He's a big <laughs> That's fan. That's the way I'm thinking. I know, but he's supposedly a big fan, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see how that goes. That that'll be its own podcast series. Um so where would you like to see it go? Um, kind of the same place you want. Like, I want the timeline to move forward. I, I like that, uh, you know, in Picard, they're, you know, they're picking up 20 years later, you know, which is sort of real time for us even too, you know, like, right. um, but my only concern with that is that on Picard, it's, it's not in, you're not in Starfleet anymore. So right. you don't really see, you don't get the same feel for everything that's going on because you're sort of at the fringes of society, kind of, you know, yeah. just kind of off, off in the darkness of space, kind of. Um, one thing that's actually one of the things that I really liked about Lower Decks, the you know the new animated series was even though it's silly and it's a comedy and everything, it it takes place um, like I. Th- I think it, yeah, it takes place like a couple of years after Nemesis, right? Because um, I don't know how far you made it into it, but like um, two episodes in. Okay, well, Captain Riker shows up later yeah. on, and and he's a maniac too. It's great. Like it's, <laughs> it's the uh, you know Jonathan Frakes is is a parody of of Riker right. on that show, and he's he's just a maniac. In fact. Um, I'm going to give you some spoilers for it, but it's not real. It's like, right. It doesn't matter. It's a com. It's silly. But so the main character, uh, Boimler, um, he ends up transferring to the Titan uh, near the end of the season. And 
uh, I think what's going to happen is uh, he's going to go back to the Cerritos because life aboard the Titan is just going to be a complete shit show. <laughs> like, because yeah, Riker is just he's a maniac, and it's it's great. Like well, they, they really they really handle it well. Um, but you know, unfortunately, yeah, it's not it's it's not what we're looking for. You know, it's the right, right. timeline, but it's just it's fun. They're having fun with it. You know, so. Well, I had a couple somewhat specific show ideas. And I've talked to you personally about this one for years, actually. I think I've mentioned it. But I think a West Wing style show about the Federation with all the different alien races and all the different issues you can explore with multi, with like a multi-species government. And, you know, you make it Star Trek, you make it a drama, and you make it, it would fit today's TV perfectly. You could uh, have racial issues in there. You could have, you could do so much different stuff with that. And um, I forget, who's the famous guy that does uh, West Wing? The uh, Aaron Sorkin? Aaron Sorkin. If he was interested in doing that, that would be awesome. Just a... Aaron Sorkin's version of, of what that could be, but even if it wasn't him, I think that would be a good Trek show. Yeah, and, and it'd it, definitely be something different, too. Um, yeah. You know, from the usual hop on a ship and fly around space kind of thing. And you can move the timeline forward, too. You can do a lot of stuff with canon. You know, maybe it needs a, maybe it needs a show that's, you know, along with it that is showing what's going on in space at the time too. That's fine, but you know you can you can keep it real canon, keep it after Nemesis and dealing with you know the whole you know Romulan planet being destroyed and all you know that whole thing. And the the other idea I had was you know Disney with the Mandalorian and uh, Marvel has WandaVision and, um, you know, the Winter Soldier show. Yeah. Well, Paramount just came out as its own streaming service, too, and they bought all the rights to all these different things. They need to make a deep cut show like those shows. You know, you could take a popular yeah, pick, character. Pick like, yeah, pick a uh, like an obscure character or race or something and do a yeah, show about it. You could do like a, a young Garrick show of his time in the obsidian order you could do uh you know whatever i mean you could pick one of the shows pick, you could do uh everybody would want to see a shran shran captain shran show from the, the yeah. andorians or something the trek is filled with characters that you could do these shows and these are the biggest shows, the Mandalorian and WandaVision, they're the biggest shows of the last couple of years. Yeah. You're telling me you couldn't touch that with the Star Trek fan base? Like, hopefully there's somebody's thinking about that, but, you know, don't you think that would be successful? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I know, I think we were just on Messenger talking about this not that long ago, and I brought up the idea of having uh, like Jordy LaForge uh, 
and I'm obsessed with this idea of having Jordy captain the Enterprise. But right. you know, have have uh, have LaForge be like you know the head of engineering at Starfleet or something, and and he's got this crew of uh, of engineers on the ship with him. They're all engineers on the ship, and the Enterprise is like this this Frankenstein together experimental research vessel now after it was decommissioned or something and they fly around getting into these wacky adventures with with like the crazy shit that they're experimenting with on the ship you know right. i think that'd be really cool and you'd only have to re really reuse one character yeah you know, and everybody else could be new and you've got the enterprise but the enterprise could look a little bit different or whatever because it have weird parts on it or you know whatever and i don't know i kind of like that idea I don't know. It's, it's, it's yeah. You know, I don't. You know, I think Levar Burton's got other things he wants yeah. to do, but yeah, you know, something like that. You know, you can. They have so much past canon. They have. They even have more source material than. I would say than one than did the than uh, Star Wars or or Marvel. Yeah, I, I think they probably do. Yeah, and Star Wars doesn't have a whole lot of source material, really. Yeah, like I mean, Star Wars is Star Wars got really big, but off of nothing almost, you know. Right. Three, they got really big off of three movies. And Star ago. Wars has has fucked up a lot of times too. Yeah. You know, some people consider some of those movies unwatchable. I mean, I'm not a Star Wars guy. I'm not going to even try to comment on which one's good, which one's bad, but. You know, with Trek, we just talked about all those shows. And other than, like, the new ones, if we're just talking about the, the big three, the next generation, Voyager, um, Deep Space Nine, you could pick you could pick so many characters or subplots that you could just do, like, one of these Mandalorian, WandaVision offshoot yeah. shows i mean yeah you've got 21 seasons of television yeah. between those three shows with you know what between 23 and 25 ish episodes per season you know i mean that's that's like i can't do math right now but that's hundreds yeah. oh yeah that's hundreds of episodes and so many memorable characters that you especially i mean really with all three shows that you almost never see again once they're off unless they get recurring for for something yeah um so i i hope somebody picks up that mantle you know and um i think there's a lot they can do with it paramount's been notoriously kind of uh picky with its the way it's handled star trek in the past um They've let it lapse a few times. They've given it breaks that it didn't need. Um, so hopefully somebody's there that's thinking about it. And, uh, you know, strike while the iron's hot, you know. Yeah. That, that's my opinion with it. So, um, Kurt, thanks for doing this, the podcast. Yeah, um, it was fun. And uh, I was actually, when we first started off, I was... I was worried we'd only get a few minutes worth of, of uh, material here, but yeah, this is uh, <laughs> over an hour. Yeah. So all right. I, <laughs> I knew we were 
gonna talk too much about it to be honest with you <laughs> i just uh you know we both know our know our stuff with the star trek stuff um so hopefully if somebody's interested in star trek this is a good episode and uh they can check out my other episodes and future episodes and uh yeah um all right kurt catch you later all right we'll see ya Thanks again to Kurt Parker for the great discussion um, and interview. Please like, follow, subscribe on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, uh, Audible, wherever you're listening. Uh, It really helps the podcast. Um, Next week, we will be discussing, I will be interviewing Michael Santos And uh, we will be discussing uh, theater, um, his work with improv comedy, um, and probably a few more things. So check it out. Um, Like I said, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next week.